Welcome to this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live, the show which ensures that you profit from your time spent here with experts, either through their industry insights, information, or simply learning from them. And today we have Philippa Games. She's an internet veteran of more than 20 years. She's an author and international business school faculty. Welcome to the show, Philippa. Hi, AJ. Thank you. You are welcome to the show. You are welcome to India in this online form. And I'm sure <laughs> not just in India, but a lot of people across the globe will benefit from what we are going to discuss right now. We'll be talking about maximizing business growth through digital analytics. So, Philippa, right. my first question is, you know, you talk about a digital analytics. You are an internet veteran of more than 20 years. But nowadays, you know, internet is changing so fast. And almost every day is a new day. Algorithms are trying to learn new things. And we, we are, people who are using the internet, especially businesses, they have to be continuously on the, on, on, on the learning part that, uh, about what exactly is changing. So in that aspect, how do we look at you know, digital analytics? What is important today? What was important today? Yes, yesterday is not important today. What is important today which will be stable? There. So what do I learn? Help us about digital analytics in that perspective. Yes, it's a great question. But you know what? Actually, what was important yesterday is still important today. And some of the time, I do think we get bright, shiny object syndrome, you know, because really what analytics is about is not just numbers. I mean, there's absolutely no point in just looking at a load of numbers. The point is, what are you trying to do? What are the outcomes that you want? Who are you trying to talk to? Who are you trying to engage? And, and you needed to understand that many, many years ago, and you still need to understand it now. And some of the ways that we do it now are different. But really, fundamentals of, of business and marketing strategy, many of them still apply. So, um, you know, don't, don't get too worried about the pace of change because the most important thing for a business owner is that you understand your business and you understand what it's trying to do. And if you get that, which hopefully you do because you're the business owner, then we can use the analytics to help you. Right, right. So let's let's come down to the power of using digital analytics. For people, you know, especially for small businesses, freelancers, solopreneurs, how do they look at, you know, two things. One is the you know, digital analytics itself. What is digital analytics if you tell uh, in, in a layman's terms, you know, so that people or businesses across the world, especially in smaller areas, in smaller businesses, you know, they are able to understand it. Earlier, we used to use data analytics. So that came, yes, yeah, so confused a lot of people. And then they came big data and all that stuff. But in terms right. of a common man, how do we look at data analytics? What is this data analytics? What is this data? Where do I find this data? And how do I then utilize it? Help us understand from that perspective, almost like a step-by-step, -step, especially from a perspective of a small business owner. So, so we're talking about digital analytics because data analytics is kind of a bit of a different, you know, can be a lot of other things. Um, what I specialize in is using Google Analytics, for example, which is great for small businesses because it's free. Um, although it, it's often you do often find that you need a bit of help to get it going really well for you. 
Um, but, um, you know, and we're also, if we say digital analytics, you know, we're also talking about, for example, social media analytics. So maybe you do some advertising on Facebook or, or YouTube or, or TikTok or whatever. Um, what you want to know is how many people saw my ad and how many people responded to it, right? So those numbers are what we're talking about in terms of analytics. With the website, with Google Analytics, it's about how many people came to the site, what did they do, were they the right kind of people, what were they, what were they looking for, and, and, and that kind of stuff. But so we're really what you're doing is finding out what the people that you're, you're currently talking to are doing, how they're interacting with you in your online business, in your online presence, and from there, you can figure out if they're the right people and if they're doing the things you want them to do. Right. Right, Philippa. You wanted to add more or have a... Uh, I hope uh, I not tell you. Yeah. Uh, carry on. We on talking. Yeah. I, um, do you, uh, I mean, I, I can give you a couple of examples if you'd like. Yes. Yes, please. Yes. So... For, okay, so for example, uh, I mean, a lot of people think um, analytics, you know, can be kind of scary, well, not scary, but, you know, a lot of people, they look at the numbers and kind of glaze over a bit, right, uh, which I understand because they're not the most exciting things. But so, for example, if you want to be really lazy, you can look at your analytics and you can say, did I get more traffic than last week or last month? And if I did, then things must be going great so I can go away and do something else. But, you know, that's not actually necessarily true um, because it doesn't matter how many visitors you get if they're not the type of people that are going to do business with you, that are your target market, your target customer. So understanding the numbers and putting them into context is what gives you the real understanding that you can then put to work to make your business better. And there are actually two things that I that I do for my clients. One is to figure out how to make more money and, uh, you know, by doing things better. But the other is how to figure out what you're wasting your money on. Um, so, you know, are there things that you're doing that are just spending money to no effect? And some of that, obviously, for example, is advertising. You know, is your advertising effective? Uh, are your ads effective? Or is your ad copy effective? Um, is where you're placing your ads working? Are you getting in front of the right people? Uh, but interestingly, one of the most interesting things I find is, is in terms of content. And so, you know, we hear a lot about content because content is really good for search engines. But content has to be used. Otherwise, you go to a lot of trouble to make content, um, and then it just sits there. Something that you can do these days with analytics is to figure out how many people watch, for example, a video that you make, right? So here we are making a video. Uh, <laughs> I'm certainly hoping that people are still watching and they'll watch. Yes, there, there are several people still watching. Excellent. So, you know, that they'll watch through to the end of our chat. Um, but for many, many businesses, you know, they go to the trouble of making a video. And I've seen this a lot, you know, literally half of the people watching can drop off within the first 30 seconds. That's a tremendous number. And so if you don't make your video compelling in the beginning, say, you know, this is why you need to watch this video, you're going to lose people. There are websites that have podcasts like your podcast, right? And just pages and pages of episodes. 
But if people don't scroll through all of those episodes, and again, with, for example, Google Analytics and, and other programs as well, you can see how far down a page of content somebody goes. So if you've got really important content at the bottom of your page and nobody gets that far, they're never going to see your really important content and it's completely wasted. So these are the kinds of things that I look at. So to really help people get the most out of everything that they're doing online. Right. Right. So, Philippa, in terms of your business, now they have many products. Okay. Not everyone is a content creator, but they have many products. Say for in, in India, you have lots of people in online businesses. They've got uh, many products in their website, uh, say handloom products, and they keep on adding, reducing as well as adding new products. Right. Many are smart. Many are they doing by themselves and, uh, you know, they learn through what their efforts are. How do you get people to watch or look at or click at their products, which are very good, but are not very much at the top? How do they do that? Is it only putting out a blog out in the internet sphere is there anything else that they can you know get people to come to their products because a lot of independent businesses small businesses are just surviving only on this that they are yeah. getting something so how do they do that what is the best way of getting people to come to not only their website or just click on some of the few products that they have put at the top but also, you know, once you have brought them to your website, how do you get them to click those products? Secondly, you know, a lot of these people are on various platforms like Etsy, like uh, like other platforms, you know, whose, uh, whose policies keep on changing. And you may not want to do much business with them or it's not profitable for them for you anymore. But you can't, can't just move out on them. How do you get your people to, you know, just utilize that platform to uh, showcase your product, but get them to actually come down to your website. And here it's not about money traffic in terms of, you know, advertising, getting from other players, but actually generating money for your, from the products that you are showcasing on your original website, you know. And, and that is where a lot of challenge is for a lot of small businesses. We want to get your expertise on this, Philippa. Yeah. So actually, one of the things, it depends how many, if you're saying like a site with a lot of products, um, one of the things that's really helpful on a site is a search engine that's actually on that website. And again, you can get some tools that are really not expensive um, so that people can actually search for what they're looking for when they come to your site. Um, otherwise, obviously, as you say, you've got tons of products and it's hard to get attention to all of them. And actually, um, if you have a lot of products and you do have a, a search engine, um, you can get some, going back to the analytics, right? You can get some really amazing information out of the search engine, which is really good for market research. So the analytics can tell you what people are looking for. So you can see what kind of products that you're selling are most in demand. Um, and maybe you want to feature them more prominently. Or you can see maybe things that people are looking for that you that they that you don't currently offer so they obviously expect that you might be offering this particular product and you're not and that can be a great sort of if you're looking for new development that can be a great idea for new products and i've i've certainly uh, worked with with clients doing that kind of thing um 
so and you can also see how people describe how do your visitors talk about what they want to find because sometimes the words they use are literally different from the words you use and um, so the more that you can appeal to your target customers you know in the words that they would use um, showing them the kind of products that they want um, the better obviously and and again this is where the analytics is such a great tool because it will give you a lot of, of information to help you do that right so which analytics google analytics is it about should i go to answer the public.com there people people came out with that sort of a website that okay here you will know what people are actually looking for or google uh google analytics or maybe autocomplete or whatever it is how do right. i look at it people started creating many blocks and putting it everywhere is that the answer but that's so, so hang on, you're talking about some different things there. Okay, so okay. I talked about the search engine that's on your site. So that means somebody comes to your website, you've got tons of products, they put into your search engine what they want. So that's only okay. your website. You go to now something like Answer the Public is a great site when you're doing things like researching in general what people look for, right? Not just on your site, but in general. And that can give you, I mean, I use it a lot, that can give you great ideas about the kinds of words, the kinds of products, the kinds of questions. One of the great ways to do marketing is, is to answer the kind of questions that people have about your products. Um, YouTube is great for that. You know, you can make little videos about using your products because people go to YouTube and they put in how do I type searches because they want to see, right? So, um, so there are some there are some different avenues for, for for doing what you're talking about. Right, right. So, Philippa, in terms of you said search engine on your website, you mean the Google uh, uh, search that you create on your website and then look at what people are searching for? Yeah, exactly. So it doesn't have to be Google. There are some you know different tools out there, um, okay. but it, that's the principle of it. So you've got a box on your site that says search, and people put in what they're looking for, and then they get the results of and it. But it's only indexing what's on your website. Okay. Okay. So you you said there are options other than Google. I, I'm very curious to learn about that because I thought there was only Google and Google tab that you put or maybe any other maybe any of this other search engines but other options i actually did not know okay so i i, I don't want to go through a list of tools because you know i'm sure i'll forget one but if you're using uh, for example if you're doing e-commerce and you're using an e-commerce platform you know most of them now offer built in within the platform or, or widgets that you can add on right so just investigate the tools that you're already using and see what they can give you okay okay so, Philippa, now coming to the website, you say that, you know, your website is losing money. So whose website is losing money? Is it for <laughs> a general small business person? They are losing clients. Or is it for content creators? Uh, how, how Help us understand this so that, you know, one can maximize. A lot of content creators are there. Uh, they, many of them believe that your website is not necessary. Either it's a podcast platform you are on or YouTube you are on. And website needs a lot of work so many a times even though you know it's important it's at the back of your mind not the priority how do you like to tell how do you utilize your website to the maximum to earn money not only through the product but also directly through the traffic 
help us understand this part. Yeah, so that goes back to what I was saying uh, a little earlier, which is, uh, you know, you may think your website doesn't bring you any business, and maybe it doesn't. One of the things that it does do is it adds to your brand and your the impression that people have on you. Of You know, people want to do business with people they trust, people they think are authentic. And sometimes if, if you have a website, they'll look at it just, just to get that impression, like, who are these people? I mean, if they've never heard of you, are they going to be comfortable about putting their credit card into your into your shopping cart, right? Um, right. But, but in addition to that, a lot of people do have websites where the website is actually a part of obtaining business. And if that's the case, as I said, I mean, frankly, just about every business is losing money in some ways if they're not optimizing and, and really, you know, maximizing the impact of their site. And, and as I said before, that means really understanding. So as the business owner, you don't have to understand development, web development, stuff like that. You need to be able to tell the developer and tell the person who's looking at your analytics, what is it that I'm trying to, ha to ha have happen here? So I should be able to go to your website and be on any page of your site, and it should be absolutely clear to me what you want me to do. It's a big problem. A lot of a lot of people don't put a clear call to action on the on or not just on the homepage or whatever, but on every single page of the site that tells people what's the next step you should take here. Because if you don't do that, people will just decide whatever they want to do or they'll go away. And you know, you you think it's obvious, but maybe it isn't. Right. So so really having a, a plan and a strategy for each part of your website that you can then measure. So you can say, okay, on this page, people are supposed to sign up for my newsletter, right? Okay. And if they don't, then you can start figuring out why not. Maybe they already signed up, but you know, do they see the sign up form? Uh, does the sign up form start asking them all sorts of questions that they don't want to answer, right? Does it have a capture that's really annoying? That's that's one of the ones that I'm, I'm actually testing that right now for a client. You know, does the capture annoy people so much that they don't fill in the form? And it can be really stupid little things like that. Um, but but seriously looking at is the site delivering what it should deliver? And and as I said, honestly, in in my experience, most of the time, you know, it, some of them do a pretty good job, but but usually there's something falling through the cracks, and sometimes that can be a big thing. Right, right, Philippa. When we talk of, you know, the power of using digital analytics, what is this full power about? Is it only about Google Analytics? Is it about how many things come into this? How many things can we optimize in whatever way we are doing our business, specifically our website? Or is it also possible to do it on, say, a platform like Amazon without spending too much of money? Are there Amazon... Etsy or any other outside platforms, even social media platforms, pin interest, even in Instagram. But, you know, everyone is using some platform or the other, which is beyond their website. So, yeah. So, I mean, different social media platforms have different analytics. Uh, sometimes they talk to each other. I guess normally they don't really. Um, and of course, there are other programs aside from Google. There's programs like PeeWeek, and of course, if you're if you're a larger company, there's Adobe Analytics, uh, which is much more complex. Um, you know, Google is is the biggest one that's f that's free. So, um, but Google Analytics 4, which is the current version that that's just come in and replaced the old version, 
um, that was called universal analytics is in many ways more complicated than, than universal was. And it's also more powerful. And so, you know, it, it is worth actually, you can do some amazing things if you, if you get it working for you, but it, to get it working for you really well, you really need to customize it to your own business specifications. Again, going back to, I know I keep hammering this, it's just that it's important. Ask, answering the questions that you want answered about your business and not just generic stuff like how many visitors did I get? So there's lots of options in terms of tools um, and, and, and you can't do it all. So, you know, figure out what's important for me to optimize now. And maybe it's not the website. As you say, maybe it is your Instagram advertising. Um, but, but start getting some data on what's working and what's not working and see what you can do about it. Right, right. There is much to learn about all this, Philippa. I can, I can understand. That's what I understand. And for that, you need a specialist like you to at least guide them or to learn from you whatever is available from your resources, through your website, and whatever else is possible. For, so for those people who like to who, who want to learn more from you, what is the best way? And for those who want to engage with you professionally, hire you as your as their consultant, how what is the quickest way for them to connect with you? So you're welcome to connect with me. I guess uh, in the show notes, you'll put my website and my LinkedIn, right? Yes. So yes. I do yes. offer um, a, a complimentary half-hour consultation. Uh, there's a calendar link on both my website and on my LinkedIn that people are welcome to, to contact me and uh, have a chat. And that's uh, no obligation. Of course, uh, after that, we, you know, if you're welcome to work with me, but we can talk about that. So, and I'd be happy to hear from anybody who's watching watching the show. Absolutely, absolutely. With this, it's a wrap on this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live. Thank you so much indeed for joining us. Thank you.